4: This is the green zone. Oh he is the baddest man in the NFL! This is the green zone with Dave Ross and Wes Reynolds on VSN, the Sports Betting Network.
5: We begin hour number six of the Green Zone here, presented by Bet MGM Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds here at Circus Sportsbook in Las Vegas and West. When we kind of take a deep breath, mm-hmm. look back at what we saw in the early slate of games here, the favorites five to two covering those numbers outright dog winner. Only one of those that was Atlanta as a small dog getting two and a half in Carolina. And the only other underdog to cover were the Ravens, a team that looked like they had no business covering yes. that game yes. to somehow close that number 24, 22 and cash that ticket getting the three
4: Add the Thursday night game to Minnesota. Now Minnesota did what Minnesota does when they oh. were up huge. And it's like, okay, I'm looking good here. I laid money line also laid it the three in the contest. And then, you know, they off, we often used to call it Chargering for the Chargers because, <laughs> yeah. like, every single Chargers game is a very close one except for today as the Giants fake a punt. Nothing doing there, so uh, Chargers going to be in very good uh, field position. We'll update that momentarily, but you saw Minnesota they Vikinging I oh guess, like chargering. Yeah. I mean, they, well, they, they had to make it a close game against Pittsburgh, a team they were absolutely putting the boots to.
5: And normally, again, like we you know we say s- squares and circles and, and those sort of terms mm-hmm. here gambling-wise, you look down the afternoon window, the Chargers right now easily covering the number. They're up 20 on the G-Men. The Broncos mm-hmm. now up 21 on the Lions. The Niners at halftime up 11 on the Bengals. Right. And the Buccaneers running roughshod on the Bills up 21. They were laying three and a half uh, at close of business. You got the opportunity for favorites to go nine and two today. Mm-hmm. That's that's I and, guess the way you and, define square plays. Well, not necessarily. A
4: little bit. Look, when 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 it's a really lopsided favorite day, it's more often than not never good for the books. Right. See? But they don't need every single dog. They usually need maybe a couple to get there, whether it's knockout teaser liability. Right. And then obviously everything, and we talk about this with Mike Baranio from Mandalay Bay with Bet MGM on Saturdays on Betting Across America here. They usually, you know, are tied to a few major wagers. It's all about the major wagers, uh, those that they let come across that bet the 220000 to win 200000 and whatnot. That's usually what a day is going to come down to when you're coming in Monday morning. And then the suits are meeting with the racing sportsbook director saying, okay, what happened here? because sometimes those people above them some of them might get sports betting and some of them of course do not right so they're looking at it at a bottom line they're looking at it as you know assets and liabilities why not absolutely and they don't care how they did it but when you look it's not always necessarily that favorites are square play sometimes you get favorites that you know are good like 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 Minnesota on Thursday for example That was not some public square favorite. No. If anything, a lot of people were on the underdog because they're like, "Oh, Minnesota, they just lost to Detroit." Kirk Cousins in prime time, right? Yes, yes. So you know you can't really play that as a zero sum game. But when in doubt. Usually the books are going to need a couple dogs. If it's all favorites, it's usually a losing day.
5: All right. Right now, let's go out to Tank Williams, who's watching the Niners and Bengals the last game right now, too. Well, actually, the Bills just reached halftime as well. Tank, you got some late points. So, all of a sudden, get some offense here. But it's really just coming from one team.
6: Yeah, the Bengals still can't catch the ball on special teams. They had a guy a punt. The defense actually stepped up and was able to almost get off the field. But then... The uh, cornerback who was just scooping and scoring, even though the play was already dead because in a complete pass, got called for taunting, uh, gave the 49ers another set of downs, and then Jimmy G connected with my man George Kittle scoring a a, a touchdown going into the half. And so, yeah, 99ers are up 17-6. Both of these offenses have kind of struggled to move the ball a little bit, but The San Francisco 49ers have had explosive plays from George Kittle and Debo Samuel, and that's the difference in the game right now.
5: Tank, very quickly, we look at the number now here, 46.5, the new adjusted total. My VCU math skills tell me I'm at 23 right here. So are we going to get more team money juice? Because it feels like the offenses are trying to play to break out a little bit. Which way would you play this, over or under, with that new adjusted total?
6: I mean you know what I want. <laughs> <laughs> and at the same time and and at the same time I feel like it may be trending that way too because As we still see, Joe Mixon has 10 carries, 23 yards, 2.3 yards a carry. The running game isn't getting it going for the Bengals. So what do they have to do? They had a near explosive play with Jamar Chase. I think they try to lean a little bit more in the pass game right now, trying to get back into it. Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, try to open it up in the air with Joe Burrow. And if we can get that going, that may force Shanahan's hand because otherwise he'll be toting that thing with Debo Samuel and Wilson and just try to slow the pace of this game out and then try to get away with one of these low-scoring wins. But if the Bengals can press it on offense, get some points on the board, then we may get what we want.
4: 23-and-a-half, by the way, at BetMGM, so a little bit less. There were some 24s getting juiced to the under, by the way. This did close 49-and-a-half, mm-hmm. so essentially adjusted 46-and-a-half, 47. Cincinnati minus four for the second half at BetMGM. San Francisco, very nice finish and very fortunate to get that turnover and that touchdown to Kittle, so... uh San Francisco looking good, at least so far.
5: You know, Wes, I don't have any kids, but, you know, you always hear this term like you're not mad, you're just disappointed. Mm -hmm. That's kind of the way I feel about the Buffalo Bills these days. And, again, I I thought the Buccaneers was the right side until I saw it go to three and a half. I got a little scared, so I didn't play the game here, Eric, at home. But you look at what happened at the end of that first half, and it actually could have been even worse for the Buffalo Bills. But this thing is slip-sliding away. And I'm not just talking about this game, Eric. I'm talking about the season here. What do you make of the second half and how important is it for Sean McDermott, Brian Dable, to figure something out stat?
7: Yeah, Dave, and I do have kids and right now the bills are my son <laughs> spilling grape juice on the carpet, you know. <laughs> it, it, it's there's there's no answer, right? There's nothing you can do in this moment it feels like to 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 fully rectify the situation and and you're right. I mean, look, zero handoffs at halftime. Now look, I you know, I understand we're in a passing era and Josh Allen's got to throw. They were down 17-3, now 24-3. You got to get them back in the game. Allen had some some uh QB design runs, but still, I feel like McDermott's taken this this Belichick aversion therapy thing a bit too far here. And <laughs> yeah, I mean it could have gone worse. You're right after the, the Josh Allen pick. The the defense actually got to stop a three and out immediately afterward, but they can't convert the next drive. Still had about a you know, a little less than two minutes to go. Couldn't finish that drive, end up punting it right before the half. So, yeah, this thing is is going off the rails pretty quickly, 24-3 bucks. And, you know, even if they make this sort of a a cosmetically, you know, less uh, awful game at the end here... Yeah, you know, the way they've performed early in games so really has to be alarming for for any kind of Bills backer. And,
5: and here's the thing: now you look at the total now at fifty three and a half, gentlemen. And I'll pose it to both of you guys here, Eric. Just from what you observe, and and Wes, you you do a really good job of looking at those second half numbers here, Eric. You know, I don't know how many more points they're going to score. Obviously, they're going to be in a rush mode here. I would assume coming out in the third quarter. Is there any inclination that says, all right, they'll figure something out and maybe the total uh, of going over 53.5 might be the right side to be on?
7: Yeah, probably the best number that backs that up. The Bills have outscored their opponents 82 to I think 27 in the third quarter. So okay. they have been a pretty good third quarter team. They've outscored their opponents by a smaller margin in the fourth quarter. So you know, there is some evidence to suggest that if the Bills have gotten behind, they've been able to kind of make it closer or get back in or even take the lead. In this case, you're just hoping to kind of get within a score or two to make it a decent game and give yourself a chance. But yeah, they're they're shorthanded in the backfield. They're not running the football and the defense has only gotten a couple of key stops.
4: Yeah, the, the numbers would say Buffalo second half because they are at 5.9 per playup Of course, Tampa is at seven. But to Eric's point, Not a lot of runs on handoffs. Uh, They don't really have many handoffs. It's basically Josh Allen with his legs. This did open three for the second half. Now seeing three minus a buck 25 at Bet MGM, three and a half. So, bettors are betting the Bills, at least for the second half, to try to make this closer. But 24 3, all
5: Tampa Bay. You know, it just feels like wishful thinking at this point Mm -hmm. with the Buffalo Bills. And again, we've talked about it a lot throughout the last couple weeks here. Now, this is a seven and five football team on the verge of going to seven and six. I know there were some sharp people out there that took some longer odds on the Bills missing the postseason. Mm-hmm. If this continues, that is not out of the realm of possibility. They were
4: like minus $6 to wow. win the AFC East probably. I think after like week six or week seven. Uh,
5: now they're going to struggle to be one of the seven in the
4: playoffs if this continues.
5: Absolutely stunning right now. <clears throat> Maybe a team trying to uh, get closer and closer to a playoff. A uh, possibility would be the Chargers. They're looking pretty good today. And really, they're salting away a lot of this third quarter as they line up for a field goal attempt here, up 27-7. to Let's go back out to Danielle Alvari watching this game here. And, Danielle, sometimes you feel like games, they're kind of like sleepwalker games, and that field goal is no good. So it's still a 20-point lead. Well, actually,
4: they're ruining it good. They, they it, didn't that, look,
5: it didn't look like that that it was. That was good? Well, I don't know what a catch I don't know. Really, can don't you, know review, can you review field goals in the NFL? My goodness, Danielle, I don't know if you just saw that field goal, but they, they said it was good, but uh, not really sure. What would you make of that kick?
3: Uh, I don't have in front of me. Unfortunately, I'm lagging just a moment behind you guys here. But – uh, I'm not surprised, basically, as you guys just said, we can't even tell what it catches anymore. So field goals, you know, just close enough should count, I think. Right. right. Uh, except for I did go in actually uh, before the half on the under, I got under 49 on this game. So now uh, just to give myself just a little quick sweat in the morning. Uh, but it's okay for me because on the other side of things, I have a lot more of my units on this passing bet on Justin Herbert, and he is four completed passes away from that to cash, and we still have a whole other quarter to go. So that is looking very good. Uh, and the Giants are looking very, very bad, unfortunately. I feel bad if you had to watch this game. I saw so many funny tweets on this right now, but one of the best ones really uh, was just that I turned the Giants-Chargers game back on just to watch Justin Herbert. And that's I think all of us right now. How do you not want to watch this kid? Hey, He's, he's,
5: he's having a great Breakout mm-hmm. performance again. They needed one last week. They got it, and they're carrying that over this week. Because yeah. I think there were some questions about this football team. Maybe they're starting to answer. Yeah, some of those. I
4: basically have the under fifty-two because I took under twenty-one for the second half. Currently at BetMGM, minus twenty-three and a half for the charges, and fifty and a half on the current.
5: Table. And that field goal is standing. Yes. Thirty to
4: seven. Yeah, I don't know if I need my eyes checked. That didn't I, look like it went through, but nevertheless, it's on the board, and that's what all that matters.
5: Okay, because remember, there there is an actual human being that stands right underneath the goalpost yeah. and makes that call. But again, from our vantage point, didn't look good. But again, thirty to seven, and we, I think we saw that total now twenty three and a half. Uh, if you wanted to back the Giants, I don't know why you would at this stage. No, but uh, I'm not trusting Mike Lennon and company to try to rally the troops here in that one. Okay. We've got some uh, more live updates and certainly adjusted odds here, but we're getting a lot of blowouts here in the second half of our afternoon window. Come on back. It's the Green Zone right here on Visa the Sports Betting Network.
1: From
2: BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip.
5: Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VEASAN.com to check the current betting splits data. This new feature gives you insights on where the money and bets are moving for every single game. You'll see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Data is available for money line over-unders and against the spread bets. Betting splits are another way VEASAN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VEASAN.com. Dave Ross alongside West Reynolds week number 14 of the NFL in West right now. We're looking at a lot of blowout scenarios here in the late window. Uh, The Buccaneers and Bills right now just starting that third quarter, 24-3. But you saw some interesting nuggets on the Bills and what they did not do in the first half.
4: Yeah, we go with the first half, by the way, and we're just now underway in the second half, 24-3 Tampa Bay. And the Bills had 27 plays in the first half. This is from ESPN Stats and Info. Zero rushes by a running back. Right. And... They are the first team in the century to have zero rushes in a half by running backs. They did run the ball four times. Three of them were designed Josh Allen runs, and one of them was a forced scramble, by the way. He was sacked three times in that first half. So, like, the total, the total opposite of what we saw with New England, because they ran the ball pretty much every snap except for three, where, you know, Mac Jones really didn't have to throw the football the exact opposite here for Buffalo. Josh Allen has 44 rushing yards. The running backs, of course, not getting any carries. Have zero.
5: I wonder how you handicap the second half here from a, a total perspective, because because of what you said, right? I wonder, does Brian Dable say, you know what? Screw it. We're gonna throw it every down, mm-hmm. and we're, uh, by hell or high water, yeah, we're gonna get this offense to work. So, to when we were discussing with Eric at home. Maybe does it feel like an overplay in the second half? Or does Tampa say, all right, we'll stop you again, well, and then we'll just run Leonard Fournette and, and run the clock? And the
4: betters, it seems like we're betting. It was 26, 26 and a half at BetMGM. Remember, preflop was only 53. So that's, you know, I don't know. I don't think that they're necessarily trying to bait you, but it almost seems like, you know, okay, we're going to give you just a half point higher than the total you already laid, so maybe you'll try to double up and you'll try to chase here, and that's why I stayed away
5: from this. The reason why I have this exasperated look on my face is because the Bills had a fourth and two, and what'd they do? They did hand off to a running back. They tried a little trickery on the fake punt scenario, and guess what? Surprise, surprise. It didn't work. So now, on a fourth and two, instead of using Josh Allen from about the 40-yard line, you try to sneak it and fake it, With with your your up back on the punt formation, that didn't work out. 24-3, Tampa Bay takes over. A disaster all the way around for the Buffalo Bills. Okay. Let's get back out to Nate Jacobson watching the Lions and the Broncos. And Nate was discussing with Wes, when this was still a two-score game, I do believe, that uh, Dan Campbell had an interesting choice deep in his own end on a fourth and two. What did he decide? And then, sir, what happened?
9: Yes, to, to set that up, it was third and 22 the play before Lions throw for 20 yards. They get the fourth and two from their own 33. They decide to go for it. Goth, incomplete pass, and that set up a short field. So I do understand what you're saying, Dave. Maybe it's too early to go, go for it, especially around 14 points. But I think with the Lions case, they're big underdogs. Dan Campbell knows that. They're very shorthanded. If your offense can't pick up three yards, then you're kind of waving the white flag and you're going to probably lose the game anyway. So why not lose by, you know, a lot of points instead of maybe like 10 points or something. So I actually don't blame Dan Campbell for going it for it just from a, a game theory perspective. However, if you have second half under, I did not like that decision <laughs> because the Lions fumbled on the second play of the second half set up a 36-yard touchdown drive for the Broncos, and then failing on that fourth down, set up a 33-yard touchdown for the Broncos. So two quick scoring drives for Denver to get 14 points in the third quarter. Right now, we're at the end of the third quarter. The Lions have a decision to make here. It's I mean, they're going to go for it, but it's a fourth down coming up as they've had an 11-play drive. It's going to be fourth and... I believe four for yeah. Detroit at Denver's 34-yard line when we get back to start the fourth quarter. So hopefully uh, I'm rooting that they don't get that and uh, the Broncos just kind of sit on the ball and just run the clock and maybe kick a field goal and that Detroit doesn't get any garbage time against a prevent defense. So that's where we're at right now is Denver comfortably winning this game, comfortably covering the spread Right now, Although I don't want to jinx it because I was on the uh, on the Cleveland Browns and Dallas Cowboys minus four in a couple contests and betting-wise. So things can look good for three hours, and then all of a sudden 15 minutes can turn awry. So Denver in control, though, as we start the fourth quarter up 31. To yeah, 10.
4: I'm getting all the tweets, Nate, about, hey, this is a boring slate of games. But when you're on the right sides, it's like uh-huh. I love boring, and I loved it <laughs> until uh, the uh, Cleveland cost me in the contest. I believe we have a touchdown here Brandon Auk looks like he caught it, but it is under review. And to Nate's point, look, uh, Dan Gamble, if you're going to go down, go down in the blaze of glory.
5: And I and I understand that, but my only thing would be is when it was in the game, early in the third quarter, in still a two score game. That's the mm-hmm. only pushback I would have there. Again, you know, I have talked about this a lot less. There's a time and place. Like, but that's at midfield, I understand that. But when you have a, such a short field that if you don't get it, you're essentially waving the Wi-Fi for the entire game. Mm-hmm. That's the problem for me going forward in that situation and for Dan Campbell. I understand the underdog mentality and you know, but to but to me it also says like, well, we're just not that good. So mm-hmm. let's just get beat by a thousand instead of just, you know, being respectable and trying to play out. Well, they the don't have games. style
4: points in the NFL. They you do don't, not. you don't get dropped in the, in the in playoff the rankings. Ratings, no, you get dropped. If you lose games, no matter if you lose them by one or by 21, I believe lions may get a brief wow. here. I believe that way. It's a roughing the passer. So Detroit's still going to have the football fresh set of downs. Let me go to Tampa Bay really quickly mm-hmm. as they are going to go for it on fourth and two here, kind of in that no man's land at the Buffalo 35 Tracy Wolfson is the sideline reporter on this game. Jim Nance and Tony Romo in the booth just reported that Sean McDermott was, quote, struggling with words and, quote, unquote, real emotional, trying to explain what happened to the Bills in the first half. Whoa! Seemingly, uh, you know, uh, he is confused because based on that game plan, but nevertheless... Tampa Bay does not convert on that no. first down, but we
5: do have laundry on the field. All right, let's see what that play is. As Brady's bat pass was batted down, so the Bills might have gotten the ball over on downs if this is not reversed. This call. Let's see what happens there. But that's interesting. That Tracy Wolfson again. You're talking about you know halftime. This is what the league does. It's 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 you have to do this mm-hmm. as part of the agreement with the NFL. Talk to the reporters at halftime. He is. Um, um, oh, my goodness, now he's really going to be at a loss for words because it's a personal foul yeah. against the Bills. So the Buccaneers are an unnecessary roughness mm-hmm. call against guess who? Ed Oliver. Mm-hmm. Ed Oliver has been in
4: the mix today. And Ian let's Tom see. Brady.
5: Okay. Uh, where
4: was it? Did he kind of glance off his head? Uh, boy, that's,
5: I'd like to see that ISO of Ed Oliver if we could. But the point here is that Sean McDermott, if he was already at a loss for words with Tracy Wolfson, He's really going to have a hard time facing the media after this game today mm-hmm. because this is not going their way and it's about to get worse. Uh, so let's see what's going to happen there. Looks like the Broncos might have just turned away a first and goal scenario for the Lions. They have. They have. Yes. They've come up with the football there. So very there's good second for our half.
4: second half unders here and also very good for us laying the points with Denver.
5: Yeah, Nate Jacobson's is going to be loving that right now. Let's go back out to Tank Williams and I wonder if he got points there with Brandon Ayuk. It looked like a touchdown, but Tank, is
6: it a catch? We still don't know. Uh, No, it wasn't a catch. We have Jimmy G scrambling right now, trying to find a wide receiver in the end zone, and incomplete. Yeah, the guy who formerly known as Brandon Ayuk. I felt like he's had plenty of opportunities to ball this season with Debo Samuels hurt, but he was in uh, Shanahan's doghouse for a little bit. Really hasn't lived up to the potential that he showed last year, so it's been a running joke on our fantasy show that I refuse to say his name, and then once again, he only gets one foot in the end zone, couldn't get a knee down or another foot, so, They aren't able to execute that touchdown right there. So what does it look like? We're probably going to have another field goal in this game. I think you're right. Joy, joy.
5: (laughs) A 24 attempt tank, to your point, is up. And this is good. So it's now 20 to 6. We we thought that the the Broncos had turned away the Lions. But apparently that was not the case. And the Lions continue this drive with a second down. And we saw this earlier Mm. in, in the early wave. Jared Goff just pulling out from center. Trips over the center, mm-hmm. and now they've got a third and goal uh, backed up here. So, again, just kind of comical Lions here where they have a first and goal at the one, and still right now it's now third and goal, I, I believe, down back around the three. So we'll see if they can get this in. Now, again, this line change was significant, as we saw throughout the week, and it closed, what, about 12 and a half. Mm-hmm. So if the Lions could score here, and it looks like they are going to be able to get Jared Goff in a rollout, it's going to be fourth and goal. Of course, you're going to go for it down yes. three scores here, Dan Campbell. But this is not just a cosmetic score here for Lions backers and te- and tease players. Yeah. Because if you tease this through the number, you're getting 18 and a half. This is a huge fourth down play coming up.
4: Yeah, absolutely. 31 to 10. They are going to go for it on fourth and goal. We do have a timeout on the field in Tampa. 24-3 bucks minus 18 and a half, 50 and a half on the total, and also San Francisco with that field goal minus 10 in the hook, 44 and a half at BetMG. MG.
5: And, and a game that feels like it's already over, but it's not over is the Chargers 30 to 7 up on New York and they're driving again. So again, we'll see if the Lions can make this a little bit more competitive and right now. That's kind of like the most competitive game that we might have going. It's incomplete. The Broncos turn them away. Still 31 to 10. All the adjusted numbers. Come on back. It's the Green Zone on VEASAN. The Sports Betting Network. The Veasan Bowl Betting Guide will be released tomorrow with everything you need to bet smarter in every single bowl game. This year's guide provides matchup analysis on every single bowl game, including insights, trends, data, and predictions to help you make your very best bets. This guide is designed to give you an edge whether you're betting on every game, playing contest, or just want to find a few key high-value props. The guide drops tomorrow, so make sure to get your copy today for only 19.99 at Veasan.com/slash-subscribe. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds here on the Green Zone on Veasan. We Number 14 of the NFL in this afternoon slate, not very compelling games right now, but maybe one that could tighten up is in Cincinnati, where it is a two-score game, 20 to six, and it looks like they've got a third and short. And the Buffalo Bills, signs of life down in Tampa, actually ran the ball a couple of times. Run the ball,
4: absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so they finally, Josh Allen, by the way, did finish it off with the touchdown. But Actually handed it off to a running back, not on a fake punt. Devin Singletary had a big 29-yard run this drive. Uh, So, look, uh, you look at Buffalo right now, gaining six yards a play. Maybe they got back into it here as it's now 24-9. PAT going to be pending, but by far the best drive of the afternoon.
5: And, again, plenty of time. Seven and a half minutes to Mm. go here in the third quarter. So, if Buffalo now just down two scores, remember – uh, we had mentioned with Eric at home that it could have gotten worse at the end of the first half. Yeah. Uh, the Bills, the Bills turned away the Bucks there after that fake punt on the short field. They turned them away again. So the defense is actually starting to hold up a little bit right now for the Buffalo Bills. If the offense, and I can't believe we're having this discussion, if the offense can start catching up a little bit mm-hmm. here. To what we've expected that, that offense to be, they might be able to get this back. is in this not a team game.
4: devoid of offensive no. talent, the Buffalo Bills. And by the way, updating it: Bet MGM 24 to 10, eight minutes left to go. Plenty of time, as you said, Dave, in the third quarter. Tampa Bay minus 14 in the hook, 54 and a half the current
5: total. Okay, waiting to see if the Bengals can make this interesting against the Niners right now. For more on that, let's go back out to uh, we'll get to, to tank waves in a second, but first let's go to Nate Jacobson because Nate. We thought that there was a a turnover that the Broncos had against the Lions, but I guess it wasn't a turnover, but yet the Lions still come up empty. What happened there on that situation?
9: Yeah, there was kind of a crazy play at the goal line where uh, the Lions running back fumbled kind of in the corner of the end zone and somehow it stayed in the field of play. However, after closer look, his foot definitely was out of bounds. It kind of slid before he fumbled. So, Detroit got the ball back, but then Jared Goff kind of had a hilarious play where he (laughs) he tripped over his center, and that set up third down. They roll out incomplete, and then on fourth down, another incomplete. However, Detroit now has the ball, and they are in Denver territory after a three and out for the Broncos because they were pinned back in their own territory. And we know anything about a Dan Campbell Lions team, is even if they don't have the talent, they are going to fight for 60 minutes. So... Lions definitely have a chance to maybe get the touchdown that they missed out on last drive. So we'll keep you updated here. But definitely a lot in the balance in terms of if you bet the spread, depending on when you took Denver, if you got Detroit at post. And on also the total, because the full game total closed 42 and we're at 41 right now. So that could be a, a real tough beat if you had the over in this game before. So we'll keep you updated as there's about 10 minutes left here. Detroit with a first down on the Broncos 26-yard
5: line? You know, Nate, it's a great point because I think maybe the best single cover of the entire NFL slate so far this year, the entire year, was week one, Lions against the Niners. Mm -hmm. And if you remember that game, I believe they scored. Yeah, they
4: had two onside kicks in the fourth quarter.
5: I mean, they fight. They will. I, mean, I know some might say the Rams game against the Texans is somehow when the Texans, I think, scored, uh, oh, I think it was 18 uh, yeah. unanswered in the fourth quarter to somehow get a miracle cover there. The Lions have a propensity to do this, but guess what they just did? They just turned it over. They sure did. So we'll get the record scratch there uh, because now 31 to 10 to Nate's point, that game has not hit the over yet. Mm-hmm. And boy, so many opportunities to get there. It's all but over in L.A. Let's go back out to Danielle Alvari watching the Giants and the Chargers. And, Danielle, I have a a little parlay, a small parlay, that's going to close Chargers' money line. I'm embarrassed that I didn't just lay the number.
3: Right? I mean, but it's been tough, to be fair. This Chargers team has been tough to bet on this season. But – When they're up against a team like the poor, poor Giants and all of their fans, uh, it would have been nice for you to definitely to lay those points. A lot, a lot of overs of cash on the Chargers side of things here. Uh, If you had Justin Herbert over his passing prop, those were sitting around 272s in the market. He has 274 or more right now. He's one away from me cashing my bet, uh, which was 25, or excuse me, 23 and a half over that for completions Eckler over his rushing prop 68 yards so far. I think that was sitting around 56 and a half earlier in the week and Saquon rush yards. This one kind of in the balance here. His was around 58 and a half and I think he's about five yards away from cashing that. Uh, So really kind of a little bit of improvement here for the Chargers rest defense as we've talked about, but it was against this lowly Giants team and unfortunately they have Thursday night football (laughs) to look forward to.
5: Oh, not good. So 37 to seven. We're going to say goodbye to Danielle, did a great job, always does a great job here on Visa, and follow her on Twitter as I do at Danielle Alvari, and I believe, do we have a docking insight? sight?
4: Dave, I don't know if you know this, there is a man-made lake oh. that's part of this Hollywood Park Entertainment Complex, which includes SoFi Stadium, the Chargers' home stadium, man-made lake located in Englewood, California, called Rivers Lake. Got a boat on Rivers Lake uh, here, just outside of surprise Stadium.
5: Captain Stuving has made it. Appear- Where do you get that information, Wes? That is just top-notch, next-level uh, docking information in uh, in uh, San Diego. Uh, it is now in Inglewood. In Inglewood, in Inglewood always up to no good. That is. I learned that from Ice Cube. So uh, again, 37 to seven. Uh, as that game is n- not over, but for all intents and purposes, it is over. We will keep an eye on that uh, to make sure <laughs> the total. Uh, for those players there that still have the total that still might be hanging in the balance. Captain Steuben, good job as always. I believe we just had a missed field goal mm-hmm. in Cincinnati and this one was a missed field goal. So still 20 to six there.
4: <laughs> I was laughing because I was watching it. It's 20 to six. McPherson missed a field goal. Not laughing at McPherson. Zach Taylor, just oh. that forlorn look on his face. Uh, we've seen a lot of that in this late session, by the way. And, uh, to update there, uh, after the touchdown for the Chargers, 37 to 7. 30 and a half, you can lay with the oh. Chargers. Now they're only up 30, but right. it's plus 220 at BetMGM. So if you want to take that hook, you got to pay 275. Total now being taken off the board. Probably about the last we are going to see for in play wagering. So, see if we can get this second half under home.
5: I'm a little surprised I get it. Still the third quarter there in Cincinnati that Zach Taylor didn't maybe opt to go for it there. But again, now still 20 to 6, a two touchdown deficit there. A two touchdown deficit in Tampa Bay. Let's go back out to Eric at home. And it looks like signs of life. We've been waiting for this year. Uh, for the Buffalo Bills and their offense, and it did get started with some running, correct? Not just from Josh
7: Allen. That's right. The uh, Bills went to their best running back, who happens to be Josh Allen, right? He keeps <laughs> getting these uh, quarterback uh, runs designed for him. The only one true handoff in the game, as you guys pointed out earlier. Devin Singletary rips off a 29-yard run as the Bucks are kind of sagging into a prevent defense. Look, they're going to probably get the ball back here. We'll see. It's a third and seven coming up for Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, last three, four drives haven't really done anything. So, Bill's defense at least responding as well. And I guess I'm just left with the question, where were some of these quarterback runs on Monday night against the Patriots? Uh, I mean, no Kyle Duggar. I mean, boy, I would have liked to see some of that.
5: Yeah, it's a great question. I think it had a lot of people scratching their heads with the game plan on Monday night. Remember, they threw the ball 30 times in that game. 30 times with Josh Allen and, and to Eric's point here of one handoff to a running back to Singletary and he ripped it off for 29 yards. I mean, you know, people are going to go, Well, you were one for 29, mm-hmm. right? One attempt, 29 yards, maybe try two attempts. Like it, it is, it is interesting here. And they did score in the last drive. So 24 to 10, they are going to get the ball back here. This game is a long way from being over. And you think of the chances that the Bucks have already had to put this thing away, Wes, mm-hmm. they haven't done so yet.
4: No, they have not. So currently, uh, Buffalo going to get the ball back, and uh, they were minus three and a half for the second half. Already up seven to nothing. Mm. So uh, there was a reason, you know. Looking at the numbers, the yards per play, not a big discrepancy. So Buffalo, maybe they found something here.
5: Okay, so again, it's not just this game, and I know Bills backers that were getting three and a half, and certainly (gasps) uh, our director here, Jeremy Wingle, has them on a teaser play. So you're trying to get in those numbers of ten key numbers there. But really, for their season, the Buffalo Bills need to do something here uh, in the second half. At least there are signs of life. No life for the Giants right now. They are still down thirty-seven to seven. And again, uh, tick, 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 tick. The final seconds of the third quarter in Cincinnati. Still twenty to six. Two young coaches here. Kyle Shanahan is yeah. probably not qualified as a young coach anymore, but Zach Taylor certainly does here. But right now, Kyle Shanahan getting the better. Of Zach Taylor,
4: yeah, absolutely. And uh, 49ers by the way, 20 to six, nearing the end of the third quarter. 49ers minus 13 and a half, 38 and a half the current total.
5: And again, in Denver, it's still 31 10. If you have the over and there's no more points in the next six minutes, mm-hmm. that's that's a bad beat. And
4: Denver probably is not going to put the ball through the air no. very much. They're going to run the running card. they definitely prefer that. They've now got a fresh set of downs, Ooh. six minutes left to go. Tick, tick, tick here, so uh. This total, as you mentioned, did close 42 at BetMGM. Uh, Nate and I, of course, Nate Jacobson, and in this game for us on that second half under. That's a brilliant play. Yeah, we we don't need any more.
5: No, that looks really good, but the overall pre-flop total, if that doesn't get home, oh, my goodness. After having first and goals, all these scenarios to get it done, they couldn't get it done. Uh, We also have more on the uh, Sunday night game. We'll break down that Packers and Bears contest. Don't go anywhere. It is the Sports Betting Network. The King of Sportsbooks welcomes you with the lock of the Year. Simply place a $10 money line wager on any pro football game. And if any team scores a touchdown, you're going to win 200 bucks in free bets regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use the bonus code VEASIN200 when you make your very first wager. Enjoy football like never before with BetMGM special offers all season long. Download the app or go to betmgm.com. Use the bonus code VC200 to win 200 bucks in free bets if any pro football team simply scores a touchdown. Eligibility restrictions do apply. Visit BedMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued is non-withdrawal free bets or site credit. Free bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi and Nevada. Dave Ross alongside West Reynolds. It is week number 14 of the NFL. And we do have points in L.A. Mm-hmm. where the Giants got a cosmetic touchdown there. They went for two and did not get it. So as we stand now, 37-13 charge. Yeah,
4: that put the game over the total, by the way. So uh, over 43-and-a-half, basically. So uh, looks like... Uh, We'll see if the Giants do an onside kick. Four minutes left to go. It's thirty-seven to thirteen. I would not go ahead and do that. Uh, by the way, fourth and three from midfield. Sean McDermott elects to punt the football. After you kind of oh. had some momentum going, it's twenty-four to ten. It's really been your quarter. That might have been the time to get aggressive here. So uh, he did not elect to do that. Now it is Tampa Bay ball. Tampa Bay minus 11 and a half, 50 and a half at BetMGM.
5: And I understand Tampa Bay 303 yards in the first half, only 18 so far in the third quarter. But to your point, Wes, when you do a fake punt, uh, basically at your own 40 and you don't get it, and then you kick it at midfield on yeah. fourth and three, it doesn't seem to make a whole lot of sense. All right, let's figure out what the latest is going on in Cincinnati between the Bengals and the Niners with our own Tank Williams. And Tank, still 20-6 here, and I don't know if it's like the Bengals are more of a mirage, if it's Joe Burrow in the finger, if it's just a better Niners team. But what are you seeing today out of this Bengals offense? Because it looks lackluster from what I'm seeing.
6: Yeah, I really don't know what to say about them. I mean, obviously they haven't been able to run the ball the way they were when they were just kind of rolling over teams like – the Raiders and stuff like that. And so now you're seeing where they can't run the ball. They haven't had any splash games in the past game. And I mean, really, it's tough just to try to figure out a lot of teams in the NFL. I mean, I know you've been talking about the Buffalo Bills and them not running the ball and and just kind of making their offense seem incompetent. And you can kind of look at the Cincinnati Bengals the same way where they, for a couple weeks, they look like they may be the best team in the AFC, possibly one of the better teams in the league. Then they get smacked by the Chargers last week. And you're like, all right, after you get smacked like that, you expect the team to bounce back, especially at home. And then the San Francisco 49ers come in and then just give them a double taste, like that two-piece special and give them the same (laughs) taste of something that they had last week. And so for them not to respond this way, especially on the offensive side of the ball, where Jimmy G, a quarterback who... Kyle Shanahan tries to protect, like, his unborn child. Like, he has more (laughs) passes than Joe Burrow, and Joe Burrow is down 20 to 6. Like, what you need to do, Zach Taylor, like, if you can't run the ball, which we've already seen for three quarters, throw the damn ball to your playmakers on the outside at least die by that instead of throwing up this other performance that we've been watching for the past three quarters. Something has to give.
0: Yeah,
5: it's not a pretty picture right now. Still 20 to 6 here. Uh, as they are now uh, starting that fourth quarter in Cincinnati, also the end of three in Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. So they are going to go to uh, a third down, I believe, for the Bunk- for the Buccaneers. Uh, third, uh, twenty-one to ten, uh, right there, twenty-four to ten, rather, uh, in that one. So let's go back out right now. I believe to Nate Jacobson and Nate. Here's an interesting scenario. First of all, you and Wes are looking like geniuses on the second half under. But for the pre floppers, okay, it's going to be third and goal at the two minute warning. And my question to you, sir, is if they don't get it on third down, and right now you need one point to get this thing over pre flopped, with Dan Campbell taking timeouts, do you think it'd be fair of Vic Fangio to kick the field goal? Yeah,
9: yeah I think so. I, that sounds like something Vic Fangio would do, uh, just kind of his defensive background and, you know. Um, Oh, maybe maybe he'll trust his defense though to stop the Lions. I I don't know. I kind of I don't know about you guys, but I feel like a lot of my NFL bets lately has come down to a team's driving down and can they get enough first downs right. to sort of take knees after the two-minute warning instead of scoring a touchdown or settling for a field goal. And this feels exactly what it is right now. As the Broncos has had a very long drive, seven minutes is now we're down to the two minute warning. 13 play drive 84 yards and right now they're going to have a third and goal after the two minute warning and Dave you mentioned Dan Campbell burned his timeouts with about four minutes left and the Broncos actually they went for it on fourth and three on third and seven they got a. Fell short of the sticks and there was a holding call on Jerry Judy and Dan Campbell declined the penalty. And Fangio, maybe that's a sign that he'll be aggressive on the mm. on this situation, but he decided to go for it. They found Judy for a first down. Unfortunately, it was a first down, but it was kind of too far of a throw where he got down to the Lions 20. So now that they're actually close to scoring a touchdown, they can't get a first down now unless there's like a penalty or something on the defense. So interesting drama here. I think if you have the over, you still probably feel okay that the Broncos at least get something from the drive, whether it's a touchdown or Fangio settles for a field goal, because it is at the four yard line and not at like the one or two. So a lot of drama here in terms of the total and the second half total. And you know, if the Broncos do score a field goal or something that the Lions are going to try in the last (laughs) minute. So I'm already foreseeing like a backdoor uh, touchdown for the Lions to maybe ruin the second half total or a live under live spread or whatever. So uh, definitely a lot to play for in the final moments, even though this game has been out of reach for at least for out of game time. That was pretty much the last quarter.
5: All right. Well, Nate, we're going to sign off for the day because at least we know this game is not in the balance here. The Broncos are going to win this game. No matter what, we'll see how those final totals play out, but do great job obviously uh, right here on the green zone each and every week. And of course for Stadium. Back there in Chicago, follow Nate on social media and on Twitter as I do at Nate Jacobson One. Uh, so again, we'll see how that scenario plays out. But guess what?
4: Touchdown. So now the PAT, the under, by the way, was 21 for the second half. So this would essentially push it. But then you gotta hope Detroit doesn't get there. Now it did get over the pre-flop over. Uh, they elected to bootleg, pass to the tight end, uh, missed tackle there by the Lions defender. We'll oh. see. If he was out, I think they're going to call that a touchdown, though. It looks be like he knocked down the pylon. So, uh, yeah, look, uh, you know, guys taking timeouts. Joe Judge, by the way, doing the same thing here wow. in, uh, in the Chargers. And it looks like uh, the Giants might have blocked a punt here. So, uh punter got knocked down. I don't see a flag on the field. But, you know... When you're down, I understand, oh, don't quit, but I think that's
5: like false hustle. Yeah, I'm you with know? you, Wes. Like, where, was yeah. it, where was all this in the first half? Yeah. Like when you're getting blown out, like where's exactly. this fighting in the salt and vinegar and you're really, you know, yeah. like kind of going out? Like, I don't understand now all of a sudden, let's take all these timeouts when we're down mm-hmm. by 20 plus yeah, in the final two it's minutes. It's ridiculous.
4: And Joe Judge, look, uh, they get the ball back. They may get a cosmetic score. Speaking of a score, they're going to have to show the replay for you because you might have missed it Uh-oh. here. This in Cincinnati.
5: Okay, looks like Jamar Chase, uh, and again, we're going to talk about some, some numbers here uh, throughout the, the last hour here in the program, certainly for Rookie of the Year, for MVP, uh, Defensive Player of the Year, and the like. But Jamar Chase is still on that short list of potential Rookies of the Year, and that is a spectacular catch.
4: That is a tiptoe wow. like you will rarely ever see. Now, wow. is his... Does he step on that white chalk,
5: though? Okay, and we're going to get Tank Williams uh, back in with us here. Uh, we won't do it now, but we'll see if we can get Tank on the other side because I, I believe it looks like somehow brishnikov would be proud of this mm. one with the toe-tapping here because I think you're right, Wes. I think he somehow kept his feet in bounds. And yeah. If so, it's a yeah. one-score The
4: game. feet are in bounds when he makes the catch, but did he step out before is what I'm ascertaining, but they're not showing that, so apparently... Wow. This may be ruled a score, but uh, we'll correct that if that is not, in fact, the case.
5: Okay, meanwhile, in Tampa Bay, 24-10, to and to your point, Wes, and I'm 100% with you on this one, why they didn't, on a fourth and short, I think fourth and three around midfield, down two touchdowns, Buffalo elected to punt the football. I'm going for it in that scenario. I'm not doing the Dan Campbell going for it in my own 30, Mm -hmm. down 14, right? He's punting at the 50, down 14. I don't agree with that at all. Uh, And meanwhile, the Buccaneers now possibly a back-breaking drive here uh, as they are up by 14 and driving it now deep into Buffalo territory after that punt, and the defense is not holding up right now. They've got a second down inside the 20. So any points here for Tampa is going to make it a three-score game.
4: Touchdown, by the way, good for Jamar Chase, extra point good now, 20-13. to Wow little less than 10 minutes left to go in Cincinnati, so 49ers definitely not out of the woods yet. Okay, it's
5: still not over as the Giants have gotten the football back 37-13 to here. They have the ball against second-half wagers right now. I'm kind of with you, Wes. I'm not saying take knees and get out of there, but it is interesting the fight all of a sudden you're seeing from some of these teams Mm -hmm. when they have shown no fight. For the majority yeah, again, soft game.
4: defense is just trying to run out the clock. So Giants still driving, and uh, we shall see what that result is going to be It is thirty-seven to thirteen chart.
5: It is classic vintage garbage time. It is not the sweat zone right here. It's garbage time right now across the National Football League with a lot of blowouts. But Cincinnati has tightened things up. Got some interesting odds uh, going forward here for wards, and we'll tell you whether or not there's some good value. you come back with us right here on Vison the Sports Betting Network.
9: Zumo Play.